I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Keelan Lennon, Chief Executive Officer and founder of Clever Cards. What we're actually talking about is Davos, the World Economic Forum, one of the topics under discussion, digital transformation and its importance for building global resilience this year. Now, Keelan Lennon, as the CEO of Clever Cards, was a first timer at Davos this year. Tell me, Keelan, what overall, to begin with, were your impressions of the meeting of Davos? Well, I think as a first timer, Robin, the immediate thing that hit me was it truly is a meeting of global leaders and and global government representatives that are in a room together. I don't mean that so literally, but that are in a room together and that, quite frankly, are decision makers. You know, you can see how Davos as an organization or as the whole as the whole operation is operated, the, the event is operated, uh, the World Economic Forum is, is operated, I should say, it is very much about putting leaders and business leaders together and government together. What I mean by that is that the, the contingent parties that hang on weren't there. You know, it was two people that could talk together without three or four people in the middle. I certainly was in the company of prime ministers, ministers for finance, Michael Dell, some serious leaders, the CEO of Hewlett Packard. When you're having those conversations at that level, I think there is a genuine desire to improve the world in, in, in areas where it's obvious that things need to be improved. All right, let's talk about, I mentioned digital transformation. What was being said about digital transformation and how does that, for example, affect your business, Clever Cards, as a digital payments platform? It was very interesting Robin, I think the problems that Clevercard solve uh, and others in, in the area of, of, of digital payments, you know, really does highlight not just the digital, but also the financial inclusion side of it. I mean, you know, for, for your listeners, Clevercards, we enable businesses to do instant payouts, basically. So with customized and configured digital MasterCards. And, you know, when you look at the payment system all over the world, Incumbent payment systems, they're slow, they're manual, they're on legacy structures that have been built years ago. Think of an old railway line that was built, you know, 100 years ago, and you try to put, you know, modern trains on it, you go, right, you you can see the problem versus the newer fintechs. And, and, you know, the fintech, as we know, basically is, is, is technology in financial services. So it's no different to technology in any business, but, you know, they're modern cloud based platforms. And as a result, you can do instant payouts. So you can squash the whole payment system. And that's what Clever Cards does. We do instant payouts with mass you know, um, uh, disbursement of configurable digital MasterCards. So we're very focused on what we're doing with the area of digital inclusion. But by God, the, the financial services sector, the delays that happen with working capital because somebody get, can't get a payment from A to B to C to D, that causes problems for merchants, it causes problems for customers, it causes problems for employees. And when you bring a digital payments platform like Clever Cards to bear on this, you know, you can now just accelerate and you've got instant access to those funds. And also in the world that we're living in today, which is kind of, to- it was topical in, in, in an unusual way, Robin, that, you know, naturally being Davos, you know, there was probably more security folk with, with sniper guns around, um, or there was one for one, I would say, because it was a huge security threat. And in the world that we're living in today, you know, I mean, 
anti-money laundering is a hot topic with regulators all over the world, okay? And that's difficult to do with plastic cards and paper paper checks and vouchers and cash and, you know, bank transfers even. And, and you know, they all carry fraud and anti-money laundering risk. And when you move over to a world like, like, like Clever Cards has, where they are digital MasterCards that are accepted everywhere, online, in-store, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and that you can start digitally verifying customers. You know, it's a game changer. And and my vision for this business and, and it kind of it was very refreshing talking to some of the leaders in Davos where we, we see a world where there will be no plastic. You just don't need plastic. You know, it's it's a it's a world where you can download a digital MasterCard to your phone as easy as you can download a movie. That's what Netflix did. You know, you can configure it, it brings more security. That's what Spotify did. And uh, but it hasn't been done in the payments industry. They're still handing around rectangular pieces of plastic rather than circular pieces of plastic. So I think the whole area of digitalization, there is an urge there for government and there is an urge there for business. It's actually quite common sense when you think it through. Of course, governments want to bring efficiency and want to rid the world of plastic and paper and anti-money laundering. Of course, businesses want to digitally transform. They don't want to stay in the dark ages, but they're saddled with legacy, legacy structures. And that's where financial technology companies or basically financial companies that have embraced technology platforms like clever cards i think will help with with government and and, and business when that where there's a will there's a way i'm going to say two words financial inclusion what you're talking about all sounds great but it means there has to be a certain level of technological engagement on the part of the institution and on the part of the customers so the customers need to have a level of technology in their hands before they can use digital payments. I mean, that goes without saying, I guess, but I want to say it because it's a stumbling block to financial inclusion. Absolutely. I'm really glad you brought this up, Robin, because Clever Cards is a digital-only business, just to make that crystal clear. There are banks that will say we're digital first, but they're still plastic, and plastic is kind of the, the core infrastructure. So when it comes to digital inclusion, you know, I'm going to give you one example of where the British government had gone to MasterCards and they wanted to do energy payouts in the United Kingdom to those that were in need. And But, you know, they didn't want somebody in, you know, I better be careful, I was going to say Mayfair, but to get my point, some Mayfair in London that may not need £400. So it's not for everybody, okay? But they wanted some way. How do you do this? Clever Cards was able to configure MasterCards such that the MasterCards would only work in 26 of the utilities in the United Kingdom, you know, British gas and so on, okay? So if you try to use it in Tesco, it won't work, okay? That's what you can do with 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 a with the product. Then to your second point, that question, of course, came up when somebody said, oh, you know, they're elderly, that often comes up, they're elderly and they're not very tech savvy, or they may not have a mobile phone. And my smart answer normally to that, Robin, is, you know, my parents are elderly, you know, lots of our parents are elderly, uh, and when COVID happened and they were told that they couldn't get into a restaurant or they couldn't get into a pub unless they had a digital COVID cert on their phone, they all figured out very quickly how to do it. OK, so so it is possible when people say to me about what happens if they don't have a smartphone. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen one of those Nokia phones that that aren't, um, you know, that aren't um, that aren't smartphones, okay? They don't manufacture them anymore. So there's a little bit of perception of getting over the hump of they have to have technology. The technology is there. Now, there's a different thing to do with adoption. 
And Clever Cards adopted a strategy whereby we were B2B. So what we did was we went into businesses initially and we got the businesses to distribute cards to all their employees such that you've got 100% penetration. Every single employee, you know, was getting a, a digital MasterCard with money on it. And now they've got cards in their phones. And I think we, we need to stop being afraid of digital inclusion. I think we need to stop being afraid of people saying, you know, embarrassingly, look, I'm not very tech savvy. There's a scale of, you know, tech savvy using a remote control for a television to, to you know, and if it's not the person and the individual, I'm sure there's somebody that can help them. Okay. You know, a son or a daughter or otherwise. So I think we need to stop being afraid because we'll never move forward if we don't innovate on it. And I think t- to me, when you talk about digital inclusion, it's really important and nothing pleases me more than, you know, in some of those examples where, you know, um, we, 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 we one lovely case where, where a lady said to us, you know, I was actually able to pay my electricity bill at home without having to go down to a shop and do it. That's a game changer. It's a small one, but it's a, st- it's a positive step forward that, you know, we're making her life easier with, with digital inclusion with a financial product. I'm going to own up to the fact that I still don't understand the remote control for the television, but we'll move on from that <laughs> point. What are you seeing by way of, obviously, what you've been talking about is innovation. What are you seeing as the next wave of innovation in the payment sector? There's a lot of talk about open banking and different ways that payments will work, etc. And in Clever Cards, we've nailed our colours to the mast. You know, there's a, there's a massive network out there that is operated by the MasterCards and the Visas and the Annexes and so on, okay? And when you think of the English definition, Robin, of a network, I can't get on the train network from Dublin, where we're based in Ireland, to London. There is not a network, there's not a train line that I can jump on and get from Dublin to London. There is a network from London that gets me into Europe, okay? But I can't get from there onto the United States. So they're fragmented. The rail system is a fragmented network, okay? But when you look at the payment system, there is a massive payment system that has every corner of the world interlinked that Visa and MasterCard has built. That is like the biggest train line you have ever seen. Every town, every city, every shop, they are all, every single one of them are connected. That's not disappearing. And people say, well, Costs might come down. Of course, do you think they're just going to suddenly give up? Of course, costs will come down over time. But that network is not going to disappear. That is where Clever Cards has built its platform round to enable anyone, anywhere, anytime to pay and be paid instantly. So as a result, then, we can enable marketplaces or merchant acquirers to issue digital MasterCards to, to customers so that they can access their earnings instantly. But that's the rails that we're going to use. And I think what it will do is I think it will significantly disintermediate the banking industry. So I think that's what I see as a change. Again, I go back to the vision. I mentioned Netflix to you, Robin. And, you know, it's not that long ago, there was a branch network called Blockbusters that used to distribute circular pieces of plastic until a digital platform called Netflix came on and disintermediated it. And you know what? There's still a branch network of banks that are sending out rectangular pieces of plastic and it will be disintermediated. Now, I think the banking industry has so much to lose. They will embrace platforms like Clever Cards because they'll say, look, we just can't 
We're afraid to plug the wiring out. It was built 30 years ago. So we need to move it into the cloud and move it into new platforms so that we can embrace it and become the Netflixes as, as, as customer demand. Um, so <clears throat> I think in terms of the change that you're going to see, it's crazy that, you know, you can't, you know, have a payment from here to, to Spain and it's going to take, you know, days to get paid. And, you know, and, and have a look at the macro view of the world, Robin. You know, I was very much inspired by the, by the Far East, by, by, by China. That's what was my inspiration behind the business. I went to China. They don't do plastic cards over there. Everybody's on the mobile phone, as, you, as you're probably aware. And when you come to the Middle East, they're, they're certainly extremely advanced when it comes to technology. But when it comes to financial technology, the incumbent banks didn't make it available. So you've got acceptance on all the point of sales, but not the ability to pay in the digital manner. Europe, it's different. You know, Ireland, United Kingdom, quite advanced People will say to me in Ireland or the, or the United Kingdom, so what you do, Keelan, is a little bit like Revolut for business. You know, if I go to Spain, they'll say, oh, it's like N26 for business. If I go to Italy, they're going, how do I get the plastic card in the phone? It's, it's, it's not as advanced. When you go to the United States of America, and I love America, but, you know, they're still asking me to sign my signature on a piece of paper. And because the embedded system is so, so, so old. So America is going to take seven or eight years before they, they move to, to, you know, I don't carry plastic cards, unfortunately, until I go to America, Robin, because I, I can't operate with my phone because there still is 60%. There's only about 40% penetration in New York, 20% in the United States. They just have not adopted. You know, the acceptance is not there yet, and it's, it's growing, and, and COVID has helped it. But I think Europe is there, Middle East will be there, and I think that's where, um, you know, where, where, where you'll see the change. Okay, final point then, Keelan. Davros for the first time. Are you going to go again? Absolutely, yeah. I think it was it was really worthwhile. You know, I think that the macro environment was interesting as well. Um, Robin, just to give you a couple of seconds on it. I mean, I think you, you know what's happening in the technology space. I mean, low interest rates for the last number of years. You know, there were so many technology companies and fintechs that they manufactured awe-inspiring sales growth, right? But significant amount of capital was deployed and invested, but with disregard to profitability. And in many cases, without even a clear path to profitability, to profitable growth. And, and, you know, Clever Cards, on the other hand, stayed focused on profitable growth. I think that's going to come through. The public market valuations are backed by 60 or 70%. And a lot of those venture capital investors that, that raised significant amount of money at inflated valuations, you know, they didn't grow into them, and I think it's going to cause a, it's going to cause a problem. Those tech companies burned through investor cash. They hired excessive amounts of people. They blew it on advertising and marketing and sponsorship. And I think that day has come where now they're all restructuring, reorganizing, as you know, and they're pulling back. And there's going to be a lot of institutional investors in private tech companies facing not only significant losses on the on, on the amounts that they invested, but you know, really questioning businesses that that don't have a model for profitable growth. I think we're going to go back to basics, okay? We've always been, been hugely efficient in terms of our use of capital and been very focused on, on, on profitable sales. That's how I steered the business. But by God, there was a lot of businesses didn't do this. I think the current macro environment is going to impact, I think, the later stage businesses and lesser, lesser for early stage businesses like Clever Cards and others like us where, you know, It'll be when, when we go to IPO or when we go to exit, that's when it becomes more important as to what the macro environment is. But in the in the short term, 
I, I think the macro environment won't matter so much for, for, for earlier stage businesses that, you know, are at lower valuations, you know, and have got have got a bright future because they've built attractive business models. You know, there was a lot of talk about that in Davos. I'd love to go back in 12 months time and see, you know, what was the what was the repeat conversation over the 12 months as to how all that played out. Helen Lennon, Chief Executive Officer and founder of Clever Cards, thank you very much.